Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bird Brothers Podcast, this time, birds included. As always, I'm your host, Falcon, joined by the ever-reliable Condor. How are you doing today, Condor? Wah. 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 Not a condor today. I'm a penguin. penguin. Oh I'm my god! Penguin. Oh, oh. The features penguins pretty heavily. It's pretty dope. It's pretty great. Welcome everybody to the Bird Brothers podcast, and today yeah. is the final episode of 2021. Woo! Technically, today- it'll be posted. On 2022, it'll technically but be the first But we are recording episode. this in 2021! Whoa! On the last day, bro! 1231, let's go! Start your 2022 right by listening to the Bird Brothers uh, podcast, even though this is coming out literally in three days, but that doesn't matter. Hey, anyway, for cool. today, we, 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 me and Falcon decided to take some pictures of oh. aquatic life. That's right, here we go, aquatic life. Because if you don't appreciate the aquatic life, you're kind of lame, you know? That's right. We took pictures yeah. of Pokemon. Of Pokemons. Did you take a picture Pokemon. of Mudkip swimming in the puddles there, you know? I don't know if Mudkip is in the game. Oh, well, I don't either. I got it on launch. I've only, <laughs> I'm still on level one. But, you know, hey, it's okay. I'll play it eventually. Tiny golf claps. But, yes, uh, this week we watched a show that I picked for. It's called The Aquatope. On white the aquatope of white sand falcon since you picked the show why don't you give us a little description on it yes all right so it's the show about these two girls kukuru and fuka uh fuka has just essentially been fired of as being an idol and uh she doesn't know what she wants to do and so she decides she's gonna run away and she ends up going to this small town in Okinawa, which it, it's kind of fun to sing an anime in Okinawa. It's very different locales than what you're used to in anime. It was kind of nice for a change of pace. Uh, but she ends up going to this uh, aquarium called the Gama Gama Aquarium. And Gama, there she meets, she meets this girl named Kukuru, uh, who is trying to save the aquarium. Her grandfather owns it, uh, but he has to take a break. So she's the acting director as a, a high schooler, no less. Uh, and Gama Gama Aquarium is very special to her, and she doesn't want it to shut down. Uh, and in, while she's there, Fuka kind of sees this like weird illusion vision kind of thing, where she's like surrounded in the ocean and very peaceful, very calming. And she's very intrigued as to finding out why that happened or what that is. So she's like, you know what, Kukuru, I want to help you with your dream. Can I stay here? So... Fuka, uh, Fuka ends up staying with Kukuru and her grandparents, and they work together to try to save Gama Gama Aquarium from closing. That is a good synopsis of the story. Yeah. There you go. Yay. Now, this show actually just came out recently, and it was aired uh, uh, yeah. in the middle of last, the, the middle of this year to like December. It re- finished up recently, yeah. and uh, it's 2024 episodes. There you go. Yes. It's pretty good. Only subbed, and you can only watch it on Crunchyroll. And it's yep. actually an anime only. There's no manga. There's no light novel. It's just an anime. Yeah, that's not unusual for this studio. Uh, this is done by PA Works. They're the same ones yes. that did Nagiasu. And they yes, and I'm just going to say, originals. I, I'm so glad you brought that up because this show was like 100 times better than Nagiasu. I hate, did not like that show. <laughs> I wasn't, I picked it like the PA Works is my favorite studio. And I saw this was their newest one. So I've been keeping up to like when it finished so we could just like watch it for the week. Um, and, uh, I very much was like, 
I don't know if Condor will like this one or not. He was kind of eh on Nagiyasu, but yeah, no, on Nagiyasu didn't have the, this didn't one have the really love good. web that you didn't like from Nagiyasu. So yeah, Nagi, I was a little hesitant going into this. I'm like, oh, this is done by <laughs> PA Works. Oh, geez, I'm kind of afraid. I, I honestly, at like the halfway point, I thought like there's gonna be like another disaster type thing happening, like like you do with Ooh. Nagiyasu. Like I thought something really bad was gonna happen. And I'm like, it's gonna ruin the whole show. Luckily, that didn't happen. <laughs> Luckily, that didn't happen. Luckily, yes. it was weird because normally pa works have like this big like supernatural twist to them in a lot of it i'm like you have the thing with uh nagi asu they have the sea god the only like supernatural thing was like the visions that like people saw uh, and like the the gama gama aquarium of like their deceased loved ones but that's only like in the first half and like one time like near the end but like Uh, we also see the we also see the image of the god they're praying to every day or like the spirit yeah, that little but, thing was useless. I did not like that. Yeah, they had no I point in being in the show. I wrote a comment more. about that. I thought like I thought like they were like because we saw it from the beginning. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's mm. gonna do something to like save the aquarium. No, it didn't do anything like that. Maybe it's yeah. gonna do something in the second half. No. So I, my last little note is like, what was the point of the little mascot girl? That was literally yeah. my note. I don't uh, care if they that she was a god. Yeah. She was useless. You didn't even have to show her at all. No. Yeah. I was weird on that, but yeah, it was. I read one of the comments on Crunchyroll. It's like it's nice thing a PA works show that doesn't really have any supernatural to it. It's just more real life people living their lives. And I was like, they, yeah. not all their shows have been like that. There's one uh, called Hanasaku Roha that I really like that we'll definitely watch eventually. That one didn't have any supernaturalness to it. That was just about real people. Um, but yeah, I was thinking back about on a lot of the shows I'd watched, and it was like Angel Beat, supernatural, Glass Lip has supernatural elements. Nagi Asu, Red Data Girl. Like I was thinking about like all of them. I was like, the vast majority have some sort of supernatural twist. So it was kind of nice. Besides the whole like seeing their uh, family, and they kind of and honestly, that, that that's kind of fine. I, I was really fine with that. That yeah. didn't really like piss me off. I really thought it was sweet and love. But yeah. my my problem is with the with the mascot girl because I feel like the mascot girl wasn't the one who like helped with those at all. I feel like it was just like the aquarium itself, you no. know. Yeah, yeah, so there's really no point in that like little mascot girl, a complete waste of a character, to be honest. That's probably my biggest complaint about there's, the show, to be honest with you. There's one thing with the mascot girl. I don't even know if it's really a girl. It looked more just kind of like a pygmy guy from like the Pocket God game, but in anime form. Uh, but uh, there's one thing I'll, I'll mention later on after we've done like characters and all that, that I think kind of hints us to like why he, he or she might be there. But yeah, otherwise, it was just kind of like they were just there to like, oh, look at this, like, crazy god kid doing crazy like eating food like it was just kind of like okay like i didn't really get it either um took fuka's hat in the first episode why what's the point of that but yeah (laughs) i feel uh, like they could have done so much more with that little mascot girl that's as far as the complaints go overall this anime was it was was a very nice change of pace compared to nagiyasu i really liked it a lot Again, because I was a little hesitant going into it, so I'm just like, mm. "Oh wait, this is actually really good! Holy crap! Look at the adorable penguins!" It's actually really good. Yeah, tons of penguins here. Uh, that's why birds are included. Uh, birds included. Penguins are pretty good. All right, shall we uh, dive into the characters this time? Oh, probably? you said dive in. Oh, you're Yo, so funny. Oh um, god, you know, classic oh, Gamma Gamma Falcon. Classic Gamma Gamma Falcon. That's right. All right, uh, starting off, we'll go with who is arguably the main character, uh, which is Kukudu. Well, yeah, you could kind of argue there's like the, both her and Fuka are both the main character. It's like a dual. I would say the first half, yes. The second half, I feel like Fuka is just kind of there to be supportive. I feel like Fuka doesn't really get much support until like 
the last like five episodes and it was like here's the fuka part now um but i mean Kuka i guess you're not is, wrong yeah uh she's the acting director of the gama gama aquarium and she Kukuru! is still in high school you know trying she gets in trouble early on with her teacher because she keeps skipping her remedial summer lessons to work at the aquarium. Um, and she never gets, like, reprimanded for that at all, really. No, like, he literally was like, I want to give you more crap than I'm giving you, but I also know you're trying to save your family business. So, like, I can't be too mad, but you need to try to come because you have to pass, you know, this class. And, <laughs> and Kukur will be like, lol, nah. Yeah, she'll be like, I'm just going to work <laughs> And they the never anyway. bring it up again. They never yeah, bring it up again. Like, it's great. I'm just working at the aquarium. I don't have to graduate. And then she just, like, moves on with her life. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she uh, she's very passionate about uh, the aquarium and the penguins and all the marine life. She's very determined to keep this place open. Uh, we find out there's a lot of personal history with her behind it besides just her grandfather owns it and will let you kind of... We might talk about that more like when we're talking about moments and stuff, but I'll try to keep that out of right now. Um, but that's that's her thing. She's very, her mind's very on track. She wants this to stay open no matter what the cost is, even though literally everybody is telling her it, it, you can't keep it open. It has to go. Um, yep. But she's trying all these different, you know, plans to keep it open. Let's have all these like events and stuff, yeah. like the, like the one uh, with the ice cream or the touch pool, which I actually wrote down. I wrote touch pool because that's super cool. Yeah, touch pools are always cool. And no matter how old you are, touch pool is always going to be fun. Um, I kind of want to, like, stick my hand in, like, one of the water now and have, like, those little fish that, like, eat, like, the uh, like the old dry skin. I learned that, oh, by the way, about that fish that, eats, yeah, the, the, yeah. that eat the dry skin. I kind of want that. I kind of want to do that now. See, I learned stuff with this anime about that, You got to be difficult with that. Some of those, I think, are actually, like, po- to- like poisonous. To well, I'm sure it... Oh, I'm sure so. if you you put them in an aquarium, they, they wouldn't put poisonous fish in an aquarium. Oh well, yeah, no, I'm just saying that I know that there are. Some I, oh, I want to go like to the ocean. So and be like, just like eat my skin. Like, no, I would go to an aquarium and do it. If you just like go into Boston and find some guy to sell you the fish, be very like hesitant no, that, about it. No, I wouldn't do that. What the hell? No, I go to an aquarium. Just saying. Oh my god, uh, you, you blew this way out of proportion, dude. Tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she but, does like uh, all these different like events and stuff, and yeah. it's all like very creative stuff. And you think at first it, it's doing well, but you know, unfortunately, it's that's not enough to save yeah. everything in time. You know, it takes a lot more than just you know crazy events to save an aquarium. Yeah, it takes more than the willpower and the events to do it. Um, and that's why yep. she got excited when Fuka was like, "Can I stay here?" And she's like, "Yes, because I want to put on events." But there's two of us. There's three of us, or yeah, three of us. But one of us is out because his bag got broken. So. Uh, we can't do anything. It's all we can do to keep up. And so she's like, yay, new person. Um, but I really like Kukuru. She's very determined. She's very headstrong. She does pout a lot when things are like getting difficult for her to some regard. Or when she well, that like, just makes really her more crazy. realistic as a character. You no, know? That's, totally that's something does. I really like about this anime is that like all the characters are very real, realistic. Mm-hmm. Very. It feels like this could be just like a regular TV show, to be perfectly honest with you, you know? doesn't yeah, really have yeah. to be an anime, but they did it. They made it an anime, and I really appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that they did that. But yeah, Kukur was really great as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she, she's very real as a character. She has her own struggles. She has her own happiness. She has her own problems, just like every other person. So, yeah. you know. And, uh, and she loves fish. Favorite, yeah, I think one of my favorite parts, too, is you find out she's always making, like, uh, once-in-a-lifetime requests. Uh, is, was that what she called it, or did she call it, like... Yeah, uh, once-in-a-lifetime once requests, yeah. Yeah. And like one of the guys we'll talk about later, he's like a childhood friend. He's like, you've asked me like 12 once in a lifetime requests. Please, this is the true once in a lifetime request. I just need this stuff. Like, 
Whenever that she was just something, a fake. Like, once in a lifetime request, please. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, but I like she was a lot of fun. I enjoyed her as a character. And I, I do, I would do kind of wish in the second half we kind of focused more on some of the others instead of just mainly being on her. But I still enjoyed the arc, and it's not really a complaint. It's just personal preference. I would have liked. Well, you know, like there's time. some characters got like the one-off episodes. You know, like yeah. we were talking about earlier before the podcast. You mm-hmm. know, and like yeah, yeah I, and, it's, and it's just like you feel like the fact that it's not like uh, uh, you know, it's not like it's mostly about Kukuru in the second half, but it's also because yeah. they kind of like doubled the characters in the second half, so they had to like they focus really on a little bit on more characters, which isn't really a problem, you know. I kind of, I no. kind of like again, I love I all mean, the characters sense. in the show. Where they're but... at in the second half, there would there would be more characters, and so yeah, there it, would it be more characters. They kind of so, double it, so that's why they have to like focus. Like they did on that like mm-hmm. girl that everyone. It's kind of funny because there's this girl who like everyone hates in the beginning, but then you like yeah. realize more about this character, and, like oh wow, I actually feel bad for this character. It doesn't excuse the, the words she said, but like you still like understand yeah. like her point of view and stuff. So. Well, they- yeah, I think they even say at one point, like, I still don't really like you, but I understand I understand you a lot better now. Like they, they get why she was the way she was. And then they um, all hang out the next episode. Yeah. That was my uh, favorite episode. <laughs> I thought that was a really good episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, I would, I'll talk about it later. I'll talk yes. about it. I really liked it. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, you say, well, well, we if you, since you consider Kukuru the main character, does she pass the main character test, Mr. Falcon? Yeah, I'd say so. I think she's a pretty good main character. We we clearly know what she wants to do. We see her working for it. She doesn't really have any like really negative traits. Like I said, she she can kind of like pout a little too much or like complain a little too often. But like that's nothing major. She's like, a kid. She's she's not just like shouting to the world. I'm saving the aquarium. Ah! And everything she says. I'm gonna crazy, be the so aquarium you know. queen. Right? Yeah. So she, she's fine by me. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna be queen of the aquariums. Yeah, I'm gonna be queen of the aquariums. What? No magical fish net came to me. What's going on here? I'm gonna be the queen of the aquarium. I have to have a net. What are you talking about, wizard? Like aquarium god, aquarium god. Where's my net? Try it next year. I don't know. Be like, what? 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 Oh god. Anyway, making fun of Black Clover. Over. I was kind of referencing. I was I was referencing One Piece to be honest with you, but okay. No, true. (laughs) We can move on to is the next character, which you could also argue is also a main character. Yeah, uh, she is definitely the next main character. The rest you can kind of argue if they're main or supporting, but that is our girl Fuka. Fuka, she used to be an idol. Yeah, and everyone's everyone thinks that she was a bad idol, but she only gave up her position to help someone else. Do it because she is a nice person, and then her producers thought she was lazy, so they're like, "Get your freaking butt out of here!" So they kicked I her don't out. I really feel like everyone thinks she's a bad idol. She had a lot of fans, like even uh, Umian, who's one of the characters oh. later, knows her. When right I away. say, I'm sorry, when I say everyone, I meant like everyone in the production studio that she worked. Oh, with. gotcha. Her, yeah, her, she, her, uh, her, her staff. Yeah, she. Uh, you find out that it was finally going to be her turn to get center, but one of her juniors had a big like family emergency kind of deal and she didn't yeah it was potentially be the last time that one of her family members could see her be successful so she gives her spot up and because of that they view her as like not serious even though she very much is she's just very compassionate um very kind a little longer to be like the center that was fine with her but she she wanted her junior to be able to like show off to her family and because of that they kind of keep giving her more of a hard time when you're not serious about this if you're not going to be serious why are you doing this 
Uh, they they don't really fire her, but they essentially tell her you need to leave. Um, or you, you kind of that they basically quit. being fired though. Yeah, it's it's the being fired without being fired. Um, yeah, she's they, the they, so like I step down, I quit. Um, they do they do that so they don't have to give you know workers yeah. comp. Ha! Very uh, funny. Hey, you should quit so we don't have to pay you. Yeah. Imagine uh, if a like, job told you to do that. Not saying we're gonna fire you, but but you might want to quit when you can. Yeah. Um, or else the anime won't start. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. That was that was her dream. So we find out, you know, she she doesn't know what to do. Her dream's lost, and she's gonna go back home to live with her family. Uh, she's still in high school, and she was able to stay in Tokyo due to work. Uh, and she calls her family like, oh, you know, showbiz is uh. I forgot the most like unstable or is really difficult or something. And they don't, the way oh, yeah, she said it wasn't really like a put down, but was kind of like a reality. We all check. expected this was a possibility of what could happen. Come back home. We'll all, you know, we'll all have a welcome party to see you. And she, but she feels bad about like, that. She yeah. feels like she let everyone down. So she runs away yeah. to Okinawa. Yeah. And then uh, that's where we, uh, she gets to see the visions and the, uh aquarium and uh decides don't forget to... she runs into the fortune teller lady and she tells oh, her go, go this way and then she loses her hat because the useless uh god <laughs> takes it yeah the useless god takes her her hat she fell asleep on the beach too that that, that was something i forgot about for a little honestly bit. i thought there was gonna be like the end like the literally the end where the god gives her hat back and then like we get a recollection a recollection of like her actions and we see her growth from like just from her looking at the hat but no nothing ever happens yeah. which is why the god is usually the useless character in the show yeah <laughs> and really they only say his name like once in like the last two episodes i don't even remember what it was so yeah i, was I like, don't oh, yeah so and so who we pray to i was like oh that's the name of it uh it's not uh, even listed in the the the, the, no. the Wikipedia. He's he's genuinely just like there to have something going on, um, and like scenes where they're just like walking or something, um, but uh, yeah, she uh, she's very hardworking. Even we find out from her juniors that she was one of the hardest working ones of the group. That's right. Um, she's not very good at being in the aquarium at first, but she learns and yeah. she becomes really great. She, she falls know. into the penguin tank, and then they're all like, ah, he fell into the tank. Um, <laughs> that was only one time. <laughs> yeah. so funny, it was it was her first day, too. It's so like you can't really, like, it happening on the that, first day. That, like, that, I, I, I remember that scene. It was like Cuckoo got mad at her, but it's kind of like it's kind of her first day, and you should be, like, like helping her and, like, explaining things to her. Like, I remember yeah, I mean, that. that. That got me annoyed the very first day she worked when they're going. she's going to help out. She had, like, her nails painted and stuff because she was an idol. And Cougar's like, what do you do coming in here with painted nails? You can't have that on there. Take it off. No perfumes. No this or that. No, no, no. Because, like, fish that, That's understand. That's very stuff. understandable. Yeah. I mean, but it's also, like, I'm her first day, like, hey, like, she kind of just, like, yells at her about it. It's like, like, hey, I know it looks great, but, you know, that can really, like, mess up the fish tank and get them all sick. Can you take off any makeup? And Well, you know, Cougar's just have, a kid. Know? at the end yeah, of the day she's so. like what are you doing and she's probably she's still like stressed out about like trying to save the yeah. cram but, but what i'm what she i'm mad about what i'm but she, she's like oh okay and she goes and does it but it's just like uh i felt like that was a, a needless like yelling but what i'm upset about is how like she fell in the fish tank and and like cook and everyone's like okay well she's really bad and kukuru and i'm like kukuru should have been like showing her like how to do it instead of like all right go and feed the go and feed the penguins good luck like she should be showing her yeah. it's her first day and you said you were gonna like watch over her that's what upset me a little bit but yeah and it was it was weird because like they were understaffed so they couldn't both feed the penguins so she was gonna do like handling the crowds while like and explaining yes, what the three doing people the watching facts yeah so that way fuka could be like me feeding them but she didn't know how to feed them correctly so like 
they were just she wasn't holding it up high enough to drop it so they kept jumping up and like biting her fingers and she kind of like freaks out and then slips and falls into the pool um and they bring that up again later on it's like i think the girl who fell in the tank on her first day is like still working at aquariums and doing a great job you know and it's like I could see me being at an aquarium and just like randomly slipping and falling into the pool. Like in one of the tanks one day, I feel like that happens more often than people would like to admit. Um, Probably. But uh, who knows? But yeah, she, uh, she's very hardworking. She very much is just trying to find a new dream because her dream was to be an idol. And that dream is now ended. Uh, so she's hoping that while she's here at this aquarium, helping Kukuru find a dream that she might be able to, or helping Kukuru like, uh, She's actually she's the same age one. as Kukuru, technically, right? Yeah, yeah they're the both uh, 17, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I think they're 18 by the end of the show, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, by the end of the they show, they're probably like, what, like eight months ahead or something so like that. So it's eight months. It's eight months. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah. the, the, uh, the TV trope space is eight months because it's like a school semester. Uh-huh. It goes from September to April. Yeah. But yeah, and then there's another time skip, but we won't talk about that till later. But yeah, they're by the end of the the first half, they're 18. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she uh she's just trying to help out uh help out Kukuru and uh learn all about the aquarium work in the meantime. Oh uh, yeah. There is one thing I like with her is the fact that she's given up being an idol. She really is now like really like weirded out when people recognize her. And there's one part that I really like where people come in they're like, hey, isn't that Fuka from the idol group, whatever idol group name was that I forgot. And like, I do like everyone in the aquarium is just like, whoa, no pictures of any of our staff or else. Like, I like how like they don't really like threaten them, but it's just like, hey, you can't do that here. Go away. Um, they, they only questions like, about the fish, please. No questions, yeah, only about, questions the staff. about the fish. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they kind of like discourage them from taking photos and stuff. But also, I was like, if she was sitting there like, Hey, I'm formerly from this group, but I'm going to be spending the summer at this aquarium. She could have drawn in like huge crowds. They possibly yeah. No, I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna do that at first, but like I guess it's kind of understandable what they didn't since Fuka was kind of like you know uncomfortable with it and all. So yeah, I I appreciate the fact that they all realize like it's something she's not really like confident in at the moment. So like if people try to like hype it up just kind of like steer them away and they did it without even having to like explain it to each other they all were just like yeah no this isn't cool let's let's stop this now um but yeah i like it uh i do feel like there's some stuff that i thought she could have would have been a great moment for her that they could have changed the show a little bit but i'll talk about that at the end um anything else we want to mention about fuka specifically or shall we move on to the next character we can move on to the next character uh We'll talk about one of the few guys in the show next. We'll talk about Kai Nakamura. That's right. There is kind of rarely, barely any guys in the show, huh? Now that I think about uh, it. I, I guess actually shows. there's a decent amount. Just none of them ever really have the focus. Umion has an episode or two. Kai has an episode or two. Kuya has an episode. And then we get the few new ones at, uh, in the second half. You mean the one really new one? Uh, no, there's the the one new one, the director, the assistant director. He doesn't get a focus episode. No, I'm just saying the one guy, the new guy gets like a focus episode. This is Kai, Kai, yes. Kai, Kai, which I think that's like a word for fisherman or water Probably. or something related. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds familiar to me. 
Yeah, but there's, I feel like there's been a lot of anime Nakamura. Yep. There's a lot of there's a lot of like word people here, like because you know Umi Umi means like sea or wave. Yeah. So that's obviously like a water reference. I think Kai is like something too. I just can't remember it off the top of my head. But basically, yeah. Kai here, he uh, his family is a fisherman family, and mm-hmm. uh, you know he goes to he goes to school with like Kukuru, and he actually has a little crush on Kukuru. So mm-hmm. uh, because of that, he decides to help out Kukuru at the Gama Gama Aquarium, and he becomes he becomes a little like helper worker there and stuff. Yeah. And you know he's just helping out everybody as best as he can. He's kind of you know he's really chill, he's a really chill type of guy. Always helping out Kuguru as he when he can. So he, he wants to date her. He wants to date her. Yes. That's right. With his green galoshes. Uh, his green crocs, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I know what I said. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh he he very much is crushing on uh Kukuru. And I feel bad for the dude. So he's waking up at like two AM to help his dad with the fishing boat. Then he is going to school for like remedial lessons. And then after his remedial lessons, he's going to the aquarium to help Kukuru because Kukuru asked as a once in a lifetime favor. And then he's going home and going to sleep and doing it all over again. This dude for like the first half of the show does nothing but work. MVP. Nothing else. MVP. Um, MVP. He doesn't really (laughs) care about the aquarium. He's just doing it to try to help Kukuru out. He's very much aware that the aquarium is probably going to get shut down. Mm, But, Um, you know, as the time goes on, he doesn't caring about the aquarium. Those bonus points, you know. Even though that doesn't help. It doesn't doesn't help for Kai. Um, (laughs) If only Kai was a fish. I do like so Kai has a younger sister. Uh, wasn't it Miho? Maho. Maho. Uh, Maho. I love that Maho does not like Kukuru at all, but she thinks Fuka is the best. So she's like, "You should date knows. Fuka like, instead." Go Kukuru. Yeah, it's like you should you should date Fuka instead. He's like, "Fuka's going home after the summer." What do you mean? You need to date her instead of Kukuru. Why do you like her anyway? She's Kuku. <laughs> yeah, Kuku. <she's, laughs> I liked Maho. Maho was fun. I think she only shows up what like twice, maybe three, maybe like a third three time. times. Um, but she she was always fun whenever she just poked her head into a situation. Uh, yeah, guys. Really, everyone here is really hardworking. I feel like that's weird. Just like oh, they're hardworking too. Yeah, but Kai uh, kind of like really loved the aquarium. Like after like okay, as you said, like he only cared about like helping Kukuru. Didn't care about yeah. the aquarium. But you know, uh, he starts to care about the aquarium and stuff. He gets mm-hmm. interested in like aquarium life. And that's yeah. shown. That's shown in the second half a lot, obviously, because it's yeah. his choice of what where he goes and everything. So, yeah. uh yeah, that happens. Mm-hmm. uh he's pretty cool. There's not really much to say about him because, as Falcon said, the no. show doesn't really focus yeah. on him that much, or like any of the other characters that names aren't Kukuru or Fuka. So, yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's a hardworking bro trying to win over his uh you know crush uh poor guy. Um, but yeah, he's. He, I'd say he's probably one of the more responsible ones out of the group. Um, oh yeah, there, there's some stuff that goes down with like his family and stuff, and it really just kind of highlights just how he, how responsible he is, and how high of a priority that would be. Uh, but moving on, we'll talk to one of the last two ladies we're going to talk about today, and that is going to be Sukimi, aka Udon Chan. Udon, that's a word Udon. for food. that's food. I like yeah. food. Food is pretty great. She's uh, a classmate of Kukuru and Kai, and she cooks at her mother's restaurant at night because her mother's always too drunk to cook. So, uh, <laughs> and her mother was the fortune teller lady that Fuka ran into, who was like, "Oh, I read your fortune. Oh, uh, everything's all connected. Uh, Whoa!" Uh, but she's she's a very good cook, but she doesn't always like making what her mom makes. She wants to be a little more adventurous. Uh, like the mom's like. 
Make me pork belly. She's like, how about mango pork belly? No, that sounds gross. Just regular pork belly is fine. Um, the mom apparently does like anything remotely sweet whatsoever. Uh, but Kukuru does. So, or not Kukuru. Uh, Udon Chan does. So, uh, you know, uh, they're they're trying to... She ends up deciding she kind of likes trying new things cooking-wise and might want to expand her horizons uh, in the future beyond just what they make at their little, like... I guess it's technically a restaurant. It's just like a counter with like three stools and then like two two seat tables. That's a that's a restaurant. They have tables. Uh, that's a restaurant. Yeah, I almost want to call it more of like a stall, but I'm like, but it's too big to be a stall. But it's I not it's a stall. It's a, a restaurant. restaurant. But, you know, Falcon. Come on, yeah. man. Uh, but her food is apparently very very good, and she and uh, she also helps out with the aquarium with making ice cream and shaved ice and stuff. Oh yeah, um, that was a that was a little fun one when she like she I like the shaved ice, ice one. And, that was a lot of fun. And she like made them like look like fish, and then there was like, oh, yeah. can you make one like this? It's not on the menu, but she still did a pretty decent job. Oh yeah, they're like, well, yeah, it was the uh, was it the frogfish. It, it was, was the frog, fish, yeah. whatever the like yeah. ugly yellow one was. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, She's a very yeah. energetic girl. Udon is very energetic. Very very it's happy really to energetic. help when she can. You know, she doesn't it's really get that much focus yeah. to be honest, but she's important as yeah, the opening like, always highlights. Yeah, I feel like she doesn't get a whole lot of focus, but she's one of the more like helpful, like important characters in the show. Um, yeah, I, I like how they're they're sharing all the like shaved ice on their Instagram page. On their Pinstagram, that's right. I the just penguins love it's a failing business, and they didn't even think to get a Pinstagram page until it's like we could share shaved ice pictures on Pinstagram. Whoa, that's a great idea! Like you all didn't have a Pinstagram. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like it's still, that still wouldn't help out. No, no, it was it was a little too late, kind of. But uh, it's kind of like social media this day and age. You didn't have one, like you're an aquarium. You've got well, fish. You've actually, got, like, the anime actually takes place in 2021. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I really liked Udon a lot. She was a lot of fun. She was uh, every time she appeared, she always brought joy and uh, laughs and ha- happiness to the to the screen and to the show. Especially yeah. the one where she wanted to have people's opinions on food to eat. Mm-hmm. So yes. there you go. I really like her. Mm-hmm. Everyone has good fashion sense in this show too. Yeah, they're all very fashionable. I th- and I like uh, the blue hair. Blue hair is a great plus for me. There's a lot of girls with blue hair in the show. There we go. Yeah. Uh, next up, we'll talk about Kuya, who's probably the only uh, one without good fashion sense, but he also just doesn't care. Um, uh, this guy's he dude. dresses like me in Condor, you know, just like shorts, a t-shirt. I don't wear shorts. I wouldn't wear the flip flops. I wear pajamas, dude. <laughs> what the hell are you uh, talking about? You exclusively wear pajamas? Oh man. I, yeah. Well, I guess he wears like me on my days off: shorts, t-shirt. Zip up Disgusting. hoodie to keep your arms warm. You Disgusting. Know? That's not Disgusting. underwear. Oh, man. Well, you know. But yes, Are you saying is, you're better uh, than us and that you can afford shorts? How could you? I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. Dang, that's what you're I'm saying. saying you're flexing on us right now. Mm. But anyway, this is Kuya. He uh, works at the Gamma, f- Gamma Aquarium. He does. Yes. And he does not like talking to women. He's scared of women. He, he, he is afraid of women. I would, that's what is why he's not training Fuka and Kukuru is because he's like, oh, girl, that's all on you. I'm gonna go do my job, and then he just kind of goes and does his thing, you know. There's a there's a word for it. There's a word. Well, there's like a, oh, well, I'm, while I'm you look for it, I'm looking for it. Kuya. So uh, he's he likes aquatic life, uh, and we found out he didn't always really kind of be that way. Like he just kind of needed a job and got taken in by the aquarium, but uh, now he's like 
really into marine life. And he and, got taken uh, into like by Cooper's like grandfather, who's like the legendary yeah. aquarium owner. Yeah, they call everyone just calls him Gramps. We never find out what his actual name is. Yeah, he's apparently known as the legendary aquarium owner. He's apparently saved like countless aquariums from going under and is uh made all the, like certain aquariums like world famous and he's just really good at his job uh but he pulls uh, kuya in and really just kind of gets kuya into like caring and appreciating marine life and now this is just kind of what he wants to do he kind of likes just being able to take care of the fish make sure they're they're all good it's called gynophobia the, the fear of women the fear of okay. women basically gynophobia he's a his phobia is woman because of uh yeah. of something that happened in high school to him so he's yeah. not very it was kind of messed up too not gonna lie was, yeah they didn't go into like too much detail about it but they kind of like told it in passing and like when you hear it, it's like oh that's actually messed up how yeah. could they do that to the boy to the boy kuya yeah i liked yeah. kuya a lot um he's very quiet but he he very much knows his stuff and even though he's like afraid of women for a good bit he still if it's one he's used to will go out of his way to help them if they really need help um like if Kukuru or Fuku like would really need his assistance on something, he'd be there no problem. Like he, he he's kind of more used to them after being around them for a while. But uh, the majority of of women's there. They had a moment later on where there was someone he worked with who he thought was a guy, and they're like, "What you thought <laughs> she was a dude?" Then when he finds out she's a girl, like that like <laughs> bond they had where he was able to talk instantly gone, and he just gets like pale faced, like walks away. I like how when uh, he's like choking, he's like a fish. He'll boom, boom. Yeah, like he's yeah, out of he's air. Like a fish out of water. Yeah, fish out of water. Um, yeah. Oh my god, that's pretty funny. Even though it's kind of like messed up to make fun of it, I guess it's just funny to see like his the comparison. It's just amusing. So everyone else is like, "Wow, it's really tense in here." And he's Especially like, considering oh, yeah. the fact where, like, how you said earlier, like he wasn't all into marine life yet. Now his xenophobia yeah. is kind of like that. Where he's like make, mo- mocking a fish, you know, just shows to show yeah. that he truly loves the aquarium now, and he's yeah. an aquarium fanatic. Totally. Yes, aquarium fanatic indeed. Indeed. He also he's loves a, he's a pretty cool Graham's plum line, and they'll get him to do oh, things he, he doesn't want to do by giving him no, plum no, no, line. No, it wasn't a grandma's plum line. Or was it yeah, I said Graham's. Oh, I thought you said Graham's. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Oh, yeah. She uh, she makes this plum line that's apparently really strong. And so it'll be like, we need your help. Well, I don't know, there's something in it for you. Ugh. Is it Graham's plum line again? They keep using that. It's like, it keeps working. And it keeps working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, he'll do anything for that plumb line, you know. Anything. Uh, I guess that leads us on to the last one we're going to talk about. Sure. Uh, which is Karen Kudaka. Whoa, another she woman. For the tourism agency. She does, which is weird because yes. I've never uh, heard of that. Uh, there, so a lot of towns actually have like tourism departments uh, and they're just more on like uh, helping make sure people are aware of what's in the town and that sort of thing. Um, I feel right. like it's it's more like uh, not popular, but there's more of them like in other countries. I feel like in America, we're kind of like you can use TripAdvisor and figure it all out for yourself, you know, kind of deal. To show America um, in a nutshell, but Kyron actually meets Fuka yeah. like the first episode when she sees Fuka just walking, and she's like, "Oh, have some yeah. water." She you can must tell be that Fuka's high. like dehydrated and like in need of help. So yeah, she pulls over and like gives her water and. Drives her to the aquarium uh, because Fuka seemed interested in it. Um, and she even gives her cards like, if you need anything while you're here, give me a call. I'll help out if I can. Um, but yeah, she uh, she finds her there. But she uh, she goes around the town just making sure all the like big tourism spots have what they need and to assist them with like getting the right permits, making sure that they can do what they're wanting to do. 
help promote it, advertise it. Um, and uh, so she works a lot with the aquarium because you find out she wanted to work in an aquarium as a. He did. As a she kid. wanted to be an attendant at yeah. an aquarium. That's right. So that's uh, why but, she ends up working with Gama Gama quite a bit. Yeah. So she she seems to favor Gama Gama a lot, especially the fact that Kukur is trying to keep it open. She can relate to wanting to keep the aquarium open. So whenever they want to do anything, they call her like they're like, we want to do ice cream. And she's like, don't know about that. Like, you have to have this permit and this permit and that. And she's like, shaved ice, however, don't need anything. It's like, let's do that instead. You're like, she's she's able to like help them out if they can't do what they're wanting to do. She'll give them like an alternative. Like, but you could do this. Or like um, where they go to the hospital. That was a fun yeah. episode. Yeah, she set up a, a day for them to uh, take like a mobile aquarium to the hospital. Because uh, one of the characters wanted to do that. And I really like that one, so we'll probably talk about that when we're talking about favorite episodes and such later. Um, but uh, she realizes that in helping them uh, save the day that she wants to follow her dream of being an attendant. So uh, she uh, she starts trying to uh, make strides to do that later on in the show. Uh, but I really liked her a lot. She was very friendly, very helpful. Uh, and she was she kind of was like a a role model for uh, Kukuru and Fuka. She was always there to be able to give them advice and to kind of help steer them in the right direction of where they needed to go. Uh, she also went to high school with Kuya. They were in the same class. They so, were. Uh, Kuya fairly well. That's actually something you kind of forget because they only mention yeah. it like that one time when they're talking about Kuya's backstory. And then that well, one time on like, the like, last episode. The last episode. She's, he she like, mentioned about it. him growing up. And he's like, we're and I'm like, oh name. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That they were in the same yeah. class. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, she's a pretty cool character, you know, mm-hmm. very friendly, very helpful, very, you know, passionate about what she likes, especially in the second half, you know. Yeah. And she just gets her, her she gets to do what she wants, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Yeah. Every character in the show is good except for the useless god mascot. <laughs> yeah, I don't think is there's she? any character I disliked in the show. Even the one that starts off with you like disliking her by the end of it all. So like, there's this no, one character. Her. Like it doesn't there's excuse how she handled yeah. the situation, but I don't hate her. Like I also like the assistant like director too of like in the second half. Like I think I did not really like him, and then it, it's explained like his actions and why he does what he does. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I can I kind of vibe with that and kind of understand his like yeah, the reason why he is the way he is. I didn't dislike him because I kind of got what he was wanting to do. No, no. When he so said I've when he said that Gama Gama like, was a failure and it deserved to close down, that really pissed me off. Not gonna lie. I mean, yeah, I didn't like that, but I also I understood. I've had a boss that was similar to him, not like quite to the same level. But like I understood what he was trying to do just from personal experience. So I came into the situation, but like, oh, okay, I know this guy. I know what he, what he's about. And then we get the backstory to kind of like confirm and just kind of like reaffirm why he's doing what he's doing. Um, uh, really yeah, the backstory. I, I where it's like, Oh, this happened. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's really it for the characters. I believe. Yeah. All the characters in the show are pretty realistic. They're pretty great. So it's it's really good. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, though, we did say this does take place in Okinawa, uh, which is just uh, I don't feel like there's many animes that take place in Okinawa. Yeah, because I Okinawa. can't think about it. Uh, but that That's was a lot of fun. Anime, we get to see like a lot of the smaller islands and whatnot. That's right. Uh, we got to see a different we got to see a different uh, scenery compared to, uh, you know, the usual like town or mm-hmm. like 
rural area. It's more just like a nice, beautiful scenic with like beautiful nature and everything. Yeah, that's I one of the. Like that's that. one of the. Cause that's one of the things that I love about this show the most. Is how beautiful it is. PA works mm-hmm. really great, as beautiful as ever. So mm-hmm. it was really great to like watch this like every single time, like seeing this like the environments, and then when you go into the aquarium mm-hmm. and you see like all the fish, all the different types of fishes, and your penguins and the everything. Penguins. Great. The pangies. I hope I don't want to get Bumblefoot. No, I don't, don't want to get Bumblefoot either. That'd I don't want to get Bumblefoot. That's bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it, it's really great. And he's like, yeah, I feel like most anime take place in like either Kyoto or Tokyo, and then there's rare exceptions where they take place outside of there. Um, as far as like they're based on like the real world, obviously, like isekais and stuff don't, but those, it's those kind of funny because like most of this anime, it, nothing feels like forced. Or at least mm-hmm. most of the things don't feel for us. Everything just kind of feels like natural. Like this is just naturally yeah. happening. Like this could actually happen. Right, and I yeah. really like that. I mean, I don't think you would go to the aquarium and see like, you know, your dead family members like smiling at you. But uh, I even like how they explain that. I mean, maybe like, oh, yeah, maybe was... it would make me maybe it would make me think of, oh hey, it'd be cool if I brought these like family members with me to the aquarium. And then they're like they're deceased, but it'd be cool if I could bring them and we'd all have a good time. Maybe it'd make me reminisce like in that kind of aspect. But you know, that's like as you mentioned, that's the only like supernatural aspect of the show, really. Other than mm-hmm. that, it's all realistic. And I think you can excuse that like little part. It's actually really nice and sweet, to be honest. Yeah. Well, they even they even explained that a little bit at the very beginning, but it's kind of like a one-off thing. They made the comment that Gama Gama was built on top of this like spot that people were supposed to have like seen spirits or were supposed to have like been able to like find like a path to the afterlife or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. They kind of breeze over, but essentially that was a spot in the world where like the air, whatever you want to call it, was more attuned to like the underworld. So like the fact there's this aquarium built there kind of supposed to be like what why they assume they can like see these visions of people because it's kind of like a pseudo gateway uh, it was it it was kind of this weird haphazard explanation but it was kind of nice it's like oh it was built on this old thing of legend and da 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 and so that's kind of why i figure that happened um yeah I, I really like i really like that part of it um, but anyway i guess we should I, I drew a lot of parallels to this show from nagiyasu since it's literally kind of like the same the same you know the same uh studio and kind of like almost it has to do with water a lot as well kind this of this one did so. have to do with water a lot as well yeah so i mean i was, was like the nagiyasu so director as well i think oh, i think when i looked it up because they've got two or three directors i think this was done by the nagiyasu guy hit it out of the park with this one i'll tell you what mm-hmm. this was a really fun one to watch compared to nagiyasu <laughs> I, just, hey, I still I still stay by the fact Nagios is pretty dope, but I understand. Yeah, your, uh, coming from the guy who said, "Oh, I forgot how good the first half was." I remember liking the second half better as the first time. Then the second the time, first half I was, was like, so much better. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. Uh, I'm so glad that you finally see the truth. Mm-hmm. That there be light mm-hmm. and guidance and everything. So there's no uh, and there's no like character pull or anything because the show literally just came out like recently. So. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to like, kind of like judge who would be like the popular characters. It'll right. probably be Kukuro and Fuka in like the first, the first two spots or something. <coughs> Jeez. Uh, da, 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 da. make sure was this the Nagi Asu guy? Yeah, yeah. So this director was the same guy who did Nagi Asu, but he also did uh, Anohana, another Anohana, another uh, anime uh, I haven't watched. Uh, Anohana is great. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he was an episode director on that one, but he did a lot of the storyboarding for it. Cool. Uh, da, 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 da. He worked on a lot of the Inuyasha movies. 
That's that's a weird Yasha. Oh, okay. He did a lot of like uh, looping the third stuff. Uh, oh, I heard that's a pretty good one. I haven't watched that one. There's so much shows I've watched and so many shows I haven't so many. watched. Uh, he also worked on uh, one of the other uh, PA works titles called Red Data Girl, which that one I watched and I wasn't a huge fan of, but I also was very confused. So, Re- wait, you meant wait, what was that show? Red Data Girl. Red Data Girl. Yes, never heard of it. Oh, uh, this was uh, <laughs> Toshio Shinohara. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, Falcon, yeah. why don't we talk about the music for a little bit? Yes. Huh? Yeah. yeah. The both openings were done by Arcana Project. Uh, the yes. first one is called uh, Sway Seven Colors or uh, Tayute Nanairo. I think that's how that's Yes, pronounced. yes, because Nana means seven mm-hmm. in Japanese language. Yeah, uh, it was pretty good. It was a pretty good opening. Very beautifully visual, as always. You know, it shows highlight the characters it. and the great. I liked it. It was pretty good. It was very chill. Very chill. What about the first ending theme, which is which is Sukiumi no Yurikago or Moon Ocean's Cradle, which is performed by Mia Regina? What do you think Mia about Regina. the first ending theme? It was fine. Uh, yeah, it was I fine. wasn't a huge fan. I think I liked it better than the second one. Um, what, what did I write in my notes? Hold on, I wrote something about this. I did listen to it every time, but that was more because there were scenes after the credits, and I wanted to make sure I didn't miss them. I kind of just so. skipped. I kind of skipped the ending themes a lot. Uh, I didn't skip. I like didn't skip any scenes. of the credit scene because I remember I saw the yeah. one where Fuka's mom came. I remember I saw that. I saw them all. Yeah, and, and the, I remember te- Fuka technically asked to join the aquarium is after uh is after the credits. I wrote ending so like one is okay, episode. but ending two is better. So I think I like the ending two better. I think I just like the visuals more of ending two, like just by like this giant like sea tree or something, and it's like they're all in like and Fuka and Kuko are like in this like white dress. It's pretty they're, cool. They're almost like yeah, like like maidens of the ocean, like maidens of the sea. This, like, yeah. Weird, yeah, yeah. I kind of like, like that. By this weird like underwater tree thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the second opening. Why don't you tell us what the second opening is, Mister Mister? The second Gamma opening Gamma. is called Tomodonai Shiosai ni Bokutachi wo Nana o Uata Daruka. Or what we sing in the Unstoppable Tide, also by Arcana Project. I like this opening more. Words, but I like this opening more than the first one. I thought it was a lot more better. It was more happier. It was more energetic. You know. I think it was a little more upbeat. I still think I prefer the first one just as far as like more of a song perspective, like side of it. But I think they were both good. They both kind of do their job for kind of what the show is. Uh, they can both kind of get you in the mood. You know oh yeah, they get me in the mood for some penguins. Yeah, Pengi. Pengi calls them. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Pengi might just be the Japanese word for penguin. I, don't I think. It, I think it is just Japanese uh, word. For yeah, they, they just every time they just hear Pengi, it's like okay, Pengi. Um, Pretty first cool. Pengi Condor. Are you a first Pengi? No, no. Oh, you're but I will tell you that the second ending theme is called uh, Shingetsu. Which is sung by Risa Aizawa. Yep. That's right. And now I, I kind of like the second ending theme. As I mentioned, I kind of like it better than the first. Just mm-hmm. the visuals and just the song. I kind of just listen to like the op- the ending themes kind of just like once. And I kind of like skip them every single time. But uh, they were still pretty good. Of the run. Uh, like Yeah, it was fine. Uh, I think I agree. I like the animation in this one better. We never skipped sure the opening like the in this house. Either. 
We never skipped the no, opening never. in this house unless the opening unless is really bad. really trash. Yeah. I think I've only done that with like one anime. Well, let me guess if I said, well, if you're like, no, I don't remember. I think oh, it was Nagiasu, but I kind of just want to shame on Nagiasu. I'm not sure. I don't remember. <laughs> How dare you? Those are great. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Whatever you say, buddy. Uh, but yeah. And uh, the, the it, overall music of the show was pretty sweet and mellow, too. You know, it was pretty chill, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Now, I actually got a question. I got a little question. Whoa. I know. I know we usually don't do them anymore, but I actually got – I just literally just thought of it, like, literally two seconds ago. Are you ready? Well, okay. Let's go. So, so I guess a little bit of spoilers, but they do end up working at, like, a bigger aquarium in, like, yeah. the second half because, they, unfortunately, the, the aquarium does close down. Uh, but, uh, w- w- since we saw what it's like to work at like a smaller aquarium and a bigger aquarium, if you had a choice of working at an aquarium, would you work at one of the smaller ones or would you work at one of the bigger ones? Like what would be more your vibe? Like what would you feel like would better suit you if you would have had to work at an aquarium? I would probably sm- go smaller. Uh, I think I'd like the personal touch that a smaller aquarium can bring more than a bigger aquarium. Um, we even see at Gama Gama that they have regulars that know who the regulars are. They're always oh, yeah. being able to talk to them, keep up with them. Uh, I think I would like that personal vibe that you can get working at the smaller aquarium than a bigger one where you probably never really even see the guests that much unless you're like feeding the penguins or something outside. But if you're on like the fish team, you really would never see anybody who wasn't an employee. Uh, you would just be back behind the scenes feeding and prepping food on stuff all day. And I, I would agree. I would say the smaller one would uh would be a better more of a touch as you said you're more like in touch with the customer base mm-hmm. you know more in touch with the fishes and everything what's going on compared to like the bigger one where it's like all these different teams like the intended team the marketing team the behind the scenes team and stuff like that so i kind of like vibe with uh i kind of vibe with the, the smaller one as well and hey let us let us know what choice you choose in the comments yeah. below in the video. That's right. Yeah. Or in leave the podcast. Yeah, leave us a comment. Sure. We love yeah. you. Mwah. Uh but yeah, also that's that's just something I feel like is a trend with aquariums these days. It's they, they wanted to advertise these like huge mega tanks. But I really don't even like that because they're so big you can't see everything in there. You just see like the same thing because that just happens to be what's living right in front of you. Uh, where I feel like I, I, I'm very old school. I like the smaller tanks with fewer fish varieties in there. And so I'm just like, we've got this 30,000 gallon tank and you know, we've got 300 different fish in there. And then I'm like, well, I only see 10. I'm like, Oh yeah. The others hang out on the back. Cool. How do I be the back of the tank? Uh, you can't, you know, it's just like, eh, it's just kind of back there. And it's like, well, that doesn't do me any good, you know? Um, but I also get it's easier to have like one giant tank. Actually, wouldn't it be easier if depending on the different kinds of I don't know, it may or may not. I don't know. I don't work in there. Might be fish that don't get, like, get along well with each other, so it's better to get like separate tanks. Oh, for there's those definitely fish you don't get along with each other. Uh, I mean, I had I had fish for a bit. Uh, that you definitely got to be careful with. I had a few fish when I was younger too. My problem with it is that the the thing that like filters the water would like mm-hmm. always kill them like it would always like they would always get like sucked up on like a little tube and they would just be dead oh there. You, you had one of the really powerful ones you either needed to turn the speed down or put a foam thing over it so all the debris can still get in but the fish the fish couldn't get yeah well i guess we never did that because i would love to have like a little a fish aquarium now to be honest i don't know where i put it in my room though i still have mine and i would like to get more i just moving with it maybe with if i maybe so if I'm i get rid of all these know. plushies i can put it like right there but i don't know yeah. 
Yeah, I'm kind of like waiting till I know I'm not gonna like want to move away somewhere before I get more again. But I, I definitely plan on doing it more. I like I keeping think, fish. I think if I were to ever like get a, get another house, like live in a house, I'd have a room just to have like a big fish aquarium and get like some fish and take like better proper care than what I did when I was a kid and stuff. You know? Right. It's, it's just fish, interesting. It's just nice to watch a lot of work. Sometimes. No, they're not. Uh, they really are. Yeah. People more work than a dog are, or a cat. To successfully keep fish, you have to do a lot to work on it, and I think this this anime actually kind of shows that a lot. I uh, mean, that's true. I guess. I guess. I guess that's true. If, I, if you just want to like throw a fish in a bowl and feed it every once in a while, yeah, it's not a lot of work, but they're not going to survive very long. Um, that's where a lot of people here are like, "Oh, we had pet fish, but none of them lasted over a couple of weeks." It's like you probably weren't taking care of it. How you? Were oh, great! To now I don't want fish anymore because I don't like cleaning. Thanks, Falcon. Yeah, you, you gotta do water changes at least once a week. I have uh, now been awoken more. to how to properly take care of a fish, everybody. Don't make sure if you have a fish, make sure you are properly taking care of it, feeding yes. it, cleaning the bowl, attending to its needs, reading it bedtime sure stories. The, make sure to do everything for the fish. Making sure the pH levels are in balance, making sure the algae is getting cleaned off, making sure there's a lot you gotta do. Isn't um, there isn't there a fish that eats algae? Just get one of those fish. Uh, there is, but they don't eat all kinds of algae. So you can get some kinds of algae that they will not eat. Um, so then they're just kind of sitting there. Yeah. Shrimps, uh, I kind of, if I get another tank, I would kind of want to get a shrimp tank because the shrimp eat the algae too. Oh, cool. So I'll come over get, with like, me some shrimp. Some, some underwater grass, get me some like red cherry shrimp. I think that's what they are called. Or ghost shrimp. Ghost shrimp are translucent, so you can see through them. Those are kind of cool. Um, that's kind of like, weird. The shrimp do things. That'd be fun. <laughs> kind of weird. That's cool, but weird. But anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, we'll start talking about some of our favorite moments of the show. There will probably be some spoilery moments. So if you want to go in completely fresh, hop out here and uh, watch the show and then come back and uh, hear what we thought. Uh, if you don't mind, we're going to uh, start talking about the fun moments, the fun bits. All right. Of the show, we do say so. So I got two episodes that I wrote down that are my favorite episodes in the whole. There's so uh, in the first half, I'm gonna say episode eight, which was the episode where they kind of like went to the beach and like vibe, and that's when you learn about like who he has passed. Like we talked about the day off. I I kind of just liked that one. It was kind of like a fun little episode to just watch and see everyone just like having a day off from the aquarium. Mm -hmm. Just having a good time. It was really good. Mm -hmm. Like the race between Kuya and that kid. Yeah. Everyone just laughing. It was like, go easy on the kid. He's trying to impress the girl. And Kuya's like, ha, 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 no, I'm not going easy on no. the kid. And then and he gets like smacked by Connie. He's like, you freaking idiot. <laughs> yeah. You should have let the kid win. Or at least made it seem like he had a chance at winning. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you got to like, you could have got to earn that victory. That's well, how it goes. Someone's like, you didn't have to go all out. He's like, I didn't go all out. And they're like, what? He's like, I held back and he still lost. But it's just like, uh, but yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, a good way. My other favorite one, I mentioned it earlier to you, but it's the what's the episode? I think it's episode seventeen. Episode seventeen. I really like. That's probably my favorite one. Having like the spa day kind of deal. Yeah, the spa day, and they're all like hanging out, eating food. They do like the fish trivia. It's like everyone who's like like a a major character, like like a major character in the show is kind of like vibing there. Like, cause, yeah. like, cause they, cause the spoiler alert, but like, yeah, basically Gama Gama doesn't make it and it ends up being no. closed down. So mm-hmm. everyone happens to buy a, a stroke of luck to go to Tingarla, which is this new aquarium that's just opening up. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's this one episode where everyone has, well, not everyone, but like 
Kukuru and Fuka and Udon have the day off. So, like, oh, we should do something for everybody. So, they, like, invite them over to, like, both of their, like, apartments and stuff. There's, like, the day team. They're, like, the people who have the daytime off and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, they, like, go and do that. And basically, the people who had nighttime off come later. Yeah, we get to see stuff like that. It's pretty good, fun, Mm -hmm. pretty good stuff going on there. I really like it, especially the spa. And, like, you see Kuya just pass out at the park. (laughs) <laughs> Kai, yeah, he, Kai, and, Kai and that other guy like pick him up oh I, I love it. yeah he, he doesn't do well with girls so he's drinking like wine because when he's drunk he can somewhat handle them but he's like like oh are you leaving he's like no I'm going to the bathroom oh the bathroom's in there he's like no that's the girls bathroom I'll go at like a park or something and he like leaves <laughs> and then he gets tired on his way back so he just like sleeps on a picnic table and they find him later on just like sleeping in, on this p- picnic table Um, that was a fun one a lot I do like the the crab episode where they take the mobile aquarium to the hospital. That was a lot of fun. Uh, you yes, find out sh- Fumion, who was one of the people who who's worked at the the Gama Gama Aquarium for a bit. Uh, flash his picture real quick. Just flash it. Uh, just flash it. Okay, I'll flash it. Boom! Oh, look at that yeah. big boy right he, there. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this one regular that he would get. I think it was Killifish. Is what she was wanting to see. Yeah, uh, they, yeah. They had some, but they weren't ready to go out. They were having to like monitor them to make sure they were like healthy and all that. Um, but she had to go to the hospital. Was going to be there for a while. So he uh, he petitioned uh, Karin to get them permits to do like a mobile aquarium to the the hospital, and they go. And the only criteria was they couldn't bring crabs because like the head nurse or whoever they'd be dealing directly with is terrified of crabs. Uh, so naturally, somehow one crab snuck in one of the tanks. And there's a crab there. Um, crab on the loose. He's he's trying to get. Uh, her name was Irie, I think. I don't remember the nurse. Oh, like the, oh, the the girl. That, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think her name was Irie or something because she uh, appeared again like the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he was wanting to do the promise that he he was showing it to her. She didn't want to go at first, and then you kind of see a flashback to the promise, and she said she wanted to see them at the aquarium. So I think it was like she didn't want to see them at the hospital because. That would mean she's still sick or whatever. Um, but uh, he's able to to talk her into going after the crab crawls up the head nurse lady's shirt and she like freaks out and then she grabs the crab and then they go they go see and all the all the sick children have fun looking at all the fish and I think they brought some of them for like a mini touch pool kind of things so they could even kind of do that. But yeah, there was like a mini touch pool. It was really creative. Yeah, and stuff. Um, yeah it was. was I like that episode. It was just a really nice episode of them essentially like. One, to get any promotion, but two, like, looking out for one of the regulars of, like, hey, you can't come to us, so we're going to come to you. We know you probably miss it kind of deal. Um, that one was that one was really great. Something that I really love about this anime, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, I mean, we talked about it a little bit before, is, like, all the, like, events that, like, they do for, like, the mm-hmm. aquariums in, like, the first half and the second half. Yeah. All, like, sure. the little fun events. Like, I, I really like the, the one where they all dress up as, like, fishes and stuff. Yeah, that and, was like, in the second half. Like, and that was, I like that one a lot. Guess the fish, uh, and you get like a sticker and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you win, you get a prize. That was if like you super- get all the stickers, you get a free plushie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was super fun. It was really. It was great. great, and like that's a great way to get people into the aquarium. And I like too how they decided it didn't all have to be animals. Like one of the penguin team, who I really liked a lot. Oh, she what was her name? Was it uh, Marina? Marina. Yeah, I was like it started with an M. Uh, she was one of my favorites from the new group. I liked her a lot. But yeah, she's like, I want to be a mermaid, and they're like, but mermaids aren't real. She's like still want to be a mermaid i'm like what if it's just aquatic theme we could have the people as fish for the uh for the stickers 
but then we can have other employees just dressed up as aquatic related things. So the like the exactly. penguin team all dressed up as mermaids and some of the uh marketing team dressed up as pirates, you know, so like they have like different people there, but I even like that too, because the like the I think he's the manager director of like the fish attendant team. Uh he dresses up as like the tiger shark or whatever, but his uh eye space is between the teeth. Like there's one scene where you see him like trying to calm a crying kid down because the kid just sees like a guy inside of a shark and like freaking out. And I was like, that that's like a realistic thing. I can see some like real timid kid be like, that guy got eaten by the shark. Mommy! <laughs> <laughs> but like, it was, like, I was like, it was great. And then one of the uh, ones at the end, like the wedding, having a wedding at the aquarium, that was so bears, The penguin amazing. was great. Oh my God. That I mean, was so amazing. Lie, I would totally have my wedding if there was an aquarium that was like a dome with just like sand in the middle and you could go, that would be great. That would be like the best wedding spot. I, I, um, it obviously has to be a real, real thing because like, why else would they do it? I mean, I'm sure it? there's aquariums that you have weddings, but is there any that have that yeah, kind you of can like, have, There's facility? actually, there's actually apparently one in my area in the New England Aquarium. You can have weddings there. Oh, that's Ooh. cool. There's like pictures of people with weddings. Oh wow. This looks like really beautiful. My God. See, like the uh, sharks, all the people there. That's amazing. Yeah, Holy the, crap. the wedding episode was another oh, episode I really liked a lot. This um, is a good picture. Oh my, you do when you need to do yourself a favor, Falcon. Everybody listen, do yourself a favor and like type in like aquarium weddings. You see, like, so many pictures of like the happy couple. Then in the background is just like all the marine life. I literally just saw a picture of like this, this two couples, and like behind it was like all these like big seals, and it was great. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the wedding like... episode was really great as well because mm-hmm. it's great for many reasons. Not only because of the happiness stuff, but we actually get to see Kukuru who gets actually assigned like, to the marketing team. Off. By the way, yeah. she, she didn't get assigned to as an attendant, yeah. uh, which I actually didn't see coming. I actually didn't see that coming. I mean, I, I, when you think about it, I guess it makes sense because like she uh-huh. all came up with all the ideas. She was like the mm-hmm. fill-in director at Gama Gama, so she came with the the marketing team and stuff but she kind of like helps with giving up like all the creative ideas like the behind the scenes tour or, like the the costume party and the wedding and stuff mm-hmm. like that and uh you know it's just pretty cool because she came up with this idea of the wedding it was kind of like her first step at like something that she didn't manage to do on her own and she made like other people happy like the like the wedding person like the wedding planner girl she had like mm-hmm. no interest in like aquatic life at all then you know she's like oh hey can we invite the lady to come here so i can show her the joys of the aquarium and they do that yeah. to show her the dome and then she's like oh hey can i actually want to see more of the fish can you show me around and then like it shows like scenes of her just like enjoying everything and she's like i really enjoy this i would not have mm-hmm. gotten this enjoyment if i didn't come here i really appreciate the fact that i was invited and then the wedding hits off it comes it happens it's really great it was amazing yeah i really liked it so yeah the whole point of the second half of the show really is kukuru not understanding why she was placed in marketing and like the i will say the director of tingarla is just great i love the actual director like yeah, yeah, he's yeah super yeah. chill oh, yeah. super laid back super fun he always and has like the, the hawaiian shirt on he's always to, like, wearing the, the hawaiian director. shirt he's yeah. just like always like uh, a stick in the mud oh my god it's great um, but yeah he uh he assigns her to marketing because he sees what she did trying to save gama gama as the you know acting director and he has like very high hopes that she can essentially kind of succeed her grandfather's you know legendary aquarium keeper you know kind of like title because he thinks she'll just be great at it but she doesn't get why she's put on marketing she wants to be an attendant she's always been an attendant she doesn't why is she in marketing the boss doesn't like her he calls her plankton you know like very and she's always trying to like help the attendants out like like we can't do this we're too busy fine i'll do your work so we can do it and then he's getting mad at her like that's their job you can't do their job and you're like 
I really liked the story of her trying to balance out and figure out how to do her job. Yeah. So he gives her the wedding thing of like a lot of other aquariums are doing weddings. We need to do weddings and we can do it at the new uh, wing we're opening up. White sand come dome. Up with the pitch. Like yeah, it was called the white sand dome. And uh, so she's having to come up with the pitch. And the first time they go give the pitch, you know, she's like, they're like, what about flash photography? Oh, you can't do that. That'll disturb the fish. Oh, okay. Well, what about decorations? Oh, no, that, that could disturb the fish too. We can't have decorations. And like, pretty much it's just like, you can have a wedding in this room if you want. And they turn it down, of course, because it's just boring. It is there's like yeah, no like, compromise, basically. There's, there's, yeah, there's no compromise. It wasn't even like, oh, we can choose fish that aren't as sensitive to lights to put in there. So that way pictures won't matter. Like, you know, there was it was she focused more on keeping the fish healthy, which is part of her job, yes. But also like didn't really take the couple into consideration. So when she has to do the repitch and like think everything through, like, well, we can still have a minimal decoration, but yeah, that like that's where she said on the repitch, can we bring her here? And she starts off trying just to show her the aquarium. And she's like, I'm a busy person. Show me the room. Walk me through everything else. If we have time, we can do this later. And she pitches like, oh, it's just going to be full of sand. So it's going to be barefoot. It's like, what a barefoot wedding. I've never heard of that. That sounds weird. She's like, well, with the sand, it'll be great. She's like, you're going to be surrounded in, you know, this fear of water. And they mentioned like there's only minimal directions because if you like look up and it shows like this like a beautiful scenery up above like that'll really help the environment and stuff. So she's kind of like like, thinking like oh this will make up for it and stuff. Yeah, she's like we can have minimal direction, but she's like this is gonna be like you're under the sea at this wedding and we can have this and this and that and yeah like she's laying out all this stuff and kind of painting a better picture that she should have done the first time and then it's like okay well what about food? Last time you said you didn't know it's like oh we have a restaurant here we can cater food uh, for the reception as requested. You know, it's part of the deal. Like, she's kind of, like, laying everything out better like she actually should have done the first time. Um, and then just seeing that moment where the first couple gets married there. I think the day before it opens. I think they say at the end. Yeah, like, it was the day the before the White Sand Dome opened. Day. Yep. Um, and uh, just seeing how it happened. And the one of the – either the bride the little the kid in the penguin outfit, the, like you mentioned. Oh, that was yeah, so adorable. She, she had had a kid oh before. God. So the, the kids of the rainbow, she comes out in a penguin outfit and just really adorable and, like – they even made like custom little like uh, welcome cards for the or, like for the guest, and they had the uh, bride and groom describe them as a fish. So they drew that fish on the card. It's like, oh, why do I have a sea slug? Oh, because they told us you're a picky eater, and sea slugs are the pickiest eaters in the sea, you know. And oh, well, I'm a pufferfish. Oh, they always move their mouth, and they say you talk a lot, you know. It's so, like they kind of like added added this personal touch that made it more fun for even the guest attending. It was like, are you sure it's a barefoot wedding? Yeah, there's a bunch of white sand there. It's gonna be great, you know. And just seeing how it worked out, it was this magnificent thing. And even the wedding planner is like, I've never seen such a great wedding. But like the fact the wedding planner even was like, this is great. I'm very much looking forward to doing more of these. Like, which is kind of this great moment for all this trouble and like uh, aggravation. And over time, she's been pulling in to like try to make this work to finally have it be a success and finally kind of click why they put her in marketing um, is great. Because uh, they also tell her that, like, after the wedding, she can become an attendant. There's going to be an opening. And uh, she's she going for it. Stick it out and mark it. Karen also wanted to go for it. And then at the end, she's like, you know what? No, I think I can do this. I want to learn more about marketing while I can. And so th- that Karen finally gets to have her dream fulfilled of being an attendant. Uh, and Kukuru finally kind of, like, kind of understands why she's where she's at. They also mentioned at the end that she's still doing attendant work as well as marketing. You know, she's just like. Yeah, they the say she kind of, like, helped out, like. Yeah, that was the thing of like attendance were really low, she, like shorthanded. She didn't mind helping out, but her boss didn't like it. But she finally was able to find ways to make it work to where she could assist if they needed her. And she could still get that part of the job dealing with the animals, which is why she likes aquariums in the first place. 
but she could still then do her marketing work and help out uh, with where she was genuinely needed. Uh, yeah, I, it was it was just a great like little art for her that I really liked, um, and it did take up the majority of the show, uh, the second half, but it, it really paid off in the end. I feel like I feel like it really just kind of hit hit when it it just hits different it just hits so different (laughs) yeah like to say there's like you did this kukuru good for you like look at how great this was everyone's happy and oh it's so great um yeah what they did with fuka too was really great as well i like i like fuka it's like overall like the overall story because again she used to be an idol and then she kind of she kind of got fired from it and you know just had to work at aquarium and there's actually like literally like a lot of moments where she can like been an idol again like she got like this movie deal at the end of the first Mm -hmm. season and you know she was about to like try to go for it but then she realized that maybe she didn't really want to do it and she's just happy like being like the way she is right now with kukuru you know they kind of have like a sisterly a sisterly vibe going around Mm -hmm. you know even like the same age kukuru kind of looks up to fuka as like an older sister in a sense so that's really sweet and then like in the second half you find out at the end of like the first episode of like the second half you find out oh hey i work at tingarla too now i'm gonna be a penguin attendant which is gonna be super cool and then like you just like see her just like working and like doing her best and you know she gets like this other opportunity where like her old friend from her idol group comes again and at first she like denies it but then she realizes like oh i'm gonna help her out because i'm gonna be a good person so she does it yeah helps out we get to see the little cute little baby penguins go swimming for the first time oh we're so adorable yeah. and i love it so much and then uh you know then you realize uh fuka really just loves being like working with marine life and stuff that uh yeah. she actually goes on this like two-year trip in what was it hawaii yeah it was in hawaii and Hawaii with with uh, with another girl from the aquarium to like learn about like the environment and stuff like how they can like help to prevent like a lot of bad things yeah. like with because like with the sea turtles like we see at the end like the sea turtle giving birth and like pollution and stuff is like bad for them so it's like a way to like save it and that's super yeah, cool sea turtles like, kind of, like, sea turtles have it rough man it's not even pollution uh, crabs and birds also swipe up baby sea turtles that's true. Uh, that's true on their on their run to the the ocean so sea turtles have it hard like right when they said they think only like. Uh, like a hundred or whatever of every like 5,000 make it to the sea. Like that is very much true. Either they get lost and don't know where to go and die before they make it, or they get like eaten by something else on their way on their dash to the sea. But yeah, it's sea turtles got it rough, man. Poor sea turtles. They do, they do be gotten it rough. They do be getting it rough. They, they are my favorite animals since I've been like very little. So I, I was happy to see sea turtles as, as part of the, uh, yeah, I was like, I was kind of surprised they didn't show them to like the end because I'm like, where's the turtles? Turtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually have a picture of me in Hawaii, right, 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 close to a sea turtle. Uh, they, Whoa. they, there is this beach that's called Turtle Beach. That's where like a lot of turtles come to like rest up on the beach to like dry out. Uh, and they have like lifeguards there 24 seven to like put these ropes around them because you're not supposed to disturb them. It's like I'm like as close to the rope as I can get without like going over, and it was it was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, if I remember where it's at, I, I'll, I'll send it to you. You can see High School Falcon uh, with but with a sea turtle. Whoa! I can't well, wait to see High School Falcon with a sea turtle. With sea turtle, yeah. Wow! But what Whoa. about the what about the penguins? The penguins are good. Uh, I liked them a lot. Choco was terrific. Was, oh was yeah, it was. Great. I love all the penguin episodes. There was actually a few penguin episodes in this, and they like, were all really they, good. Yeah, when they when they're like, "Oh, we're gonna work at Tingarla," I was like, "They better have moved Choco to Tingarla," and it's like, "Oh no, Choco!" Then it's like, "Choco's but coming!" Then, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, like, yeah let's go!" <laughs> it's like Choco's coming back. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's great, Choco. 
Yeah. Oh boy. And then they have like the, the penguins, like the couple and a little baby mm-hmm. and stuff. And that was just so adorable. And then seeing yeah. the baby swim for the first time was also really great mm-hmm. and stuff. It was just all great. It was all, the penguin was like probably the most focused animal to be perfectly honest in mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. Which is great. I didn't, I'm really happy with it. It was really, really happy and surprising and loving mm-hmm. this anime. Was really, just a to watch. This was just so a treasure. Brought, yeah. You brought it up a little bit, but I really did like the episode with, uh, Fuka's junior coming to shoot the tv show oh yeah that Um, was a good one it really just kind of reaffirmed that she didn't want to be an idol but she also understood she had been one and if she could use that to help out to some extent she was okay with it like she didn't want to be the main focus but they even said like oh and uh we have a a former idol to help us out she was formerly of my group whatever you know she's now an attendant here at the aquarium you know like she was able to like instead of being like, I don't want to be on TV at all. She's like, you know what? I don't really want to do it, but I've done it before. And this uh, junior is, is the one she gave up the center spot for. And she kind of feels like responsible for being like a mentor to her and finds out she's kind of been having like a rough time with it, even though she's working really, really hard. So she's, she's kind of there to like, not really because she wants to be, but to like give her junior the push she needs to help further her career and be successful. Uh, the, red, the red, the red, the red shoes. Yeah, she gives her the red shoes. Yeah. So yeah, Fuka had this thing where she bought these like red high heels that she was only going to wear once she had become the center. Um, And the fact she never got the center, she never wore them. And she kind of been hanging on to them. And she gives them to the junior to be like, these are mine. Let them just be like a a good luck charm or encouragement to keep going, you know, and following your dreams or whatever. And uh, I really, I really like that. That episode a lot. It was a lot of fun. Uh, It sure was. Even the production company that uh, ran her idol group at the end, when she kind of like helps the baby penguin like get the push it needs to go into the the pool for the first time. Even the like old manager is like, she really truly is just like an aquarium attendant now. Like, good for her. Like, she seems happy. Like, kind of deal. But uh, it, I really liked it a lot. But yeah, she she uh, ends up going to work on the Aquatope project where she has to like research for a couple of years in Hawaii. That's the name of the anime. Whoa. Whoa! Whoa! Um, but yeah, uh, I, I liked that that was the name. They had the white sand dome and then the aquatope. So it was the aquatope on the white sand. I, I, I was like, that, that fits. I like it. Everything that, that, that is works. coming together right yeah. at the end. Yes, it is. All right, Condor, any other favorite moments you want to talk about on this show? Uh, I, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I think we've covered quite a bit. Uh, oh, one thing I actually do want to mention. I kind of like the the the, uh, the episode names. The episode names are like pretty fun, as oh, well. Yeah, a lot of them were. Like, a lot of them were good. Like one of tropical fishing boots, sweets mm-hmm. rhapsody, which is like the one with the with the with the shaved ice. Yeah. You no know, ice cream toast where they're having the ice cream on the beach. Cinderella uh, the, the spy. Yeah, one with like goodbye illusion. red shoes. The like the I think the one with the junior filming the the episode. Yep, it's, goodbye, it's goodbye high heels. Goodbye high heels. Goodbye high heels. That's right. I like shout out to the tatter, which was the one about the Chiyu girl. Who when you know you find out she's you, you think she's like a, a kind of like an asshole, but she's actually you oh know, yeah yeah her thing. I really like that. Just like, a single I mom like that who's episode. stressed out like to no end and uh, struggling so much. Yeah. And it's really cool. If Cougar would, like understand. And try to like yeah. understand her, and they come to understand each other and become friends. Mm-hmm. I really like that episode. I really like her yeah. character after that too. It's, it's just, it just makes sense, like because I'm like, oh man, th- I hate this girl. I'm like, no, I don't really hate her now because of yeah. her exclamation yeah. stuff. Sure, what she said pissed me off, but you know everything mm-hmm. she said, her actions are all justifiable. She has a child. She's trying to raise her by himself. So mm-hmm. it's really sweet. It's really good. Yeah. Shout out to the tattered. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I really thought this was a really great show. Uh, I did too. Terrific. Um, Terrifically amazing right. show. I guess we should start wrapping it up then. Uh, do you want to wrap it up first or shall I wrap it up first? I, I will gladly wrap it up first, my friend. Okay. Okay, everybody, listen up. The Aquatope yeah. on White Sand. Here we go. Anime, would I recommend it to a beginner? Heck yeah, I would. Whoa. Not only is this anime a beautiful place, a beautiful visually masterpiece. It is just so realistic to a T that I feel like anyone could vibe with it. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. I could show this to my mom and she would love it. And she's not that big in anime. You know, she's like one of those common mm-hmm. things. I, whenever, again, I've mentioned this before in the past, but I'll mention it again. Whenever I think of an anime that's good for beginners, I think of two people, my mother and my friend, because they're not big mm-hmm. anime people, but there are some animes they, there are some animes they like. Like my mom likes the, the Spirit Away movie. And my other friend likes My Hero, but doesn't like, you know, Naruto or One Piece. So it's kind of like, yeah. is this good for a beginner? Would a beginner like it? And yes, I think anyone, I think anyone would like kind of dig this anime, to be perfectly honest. So it's kind of like you would love it. Any, and any, like for multiple reasons, you know, it's a perfect slice of life and a coming of age story of like these two girls learning about their dream. There was something also, it's like they would show this in like the mid credits part. It's called, uh, the two girls met in the ruined of damaged dreams, which is like the title. I don't know if that's like an expansion of the title or anything, but I kind of like really like like those words all together, like that mm-hmm. sentence and stuff. It's really cool. It's a good title, so it's kind of cool to like see these two girls' story and like all the other characters as well. And we could see all these realistic characters and beautiful animations and just like all the facts you learn. Like you can learn about things about the aquarium too while you're there. You get to learn how aquariums operate, things behind mm-hmm. the scenes, and how everything mm-hmm. works. Uh and everything about this anime is really good. I would honestly, if it ever gets a dub, I would probably watch the dub just to watch it again. To be perfectly mm-hmm. honest, and I don't really do that that often, so you know I'm saying something when I say that. Yeah. Um, I want to give this anime an eight. Let me give it an eight out of ten. Okay. Eight out of ten for beautiful visuals, realistic characters, and just an overall great time. Mm-hmm. That's what my vote, my opinion, my rating on the Aquatope on White Sand. Woo! All right. Woo! All right. My turn. Falcon's uh, turn. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. This is definitely a show you can show someone who's never seen anime before. There's nothing really weird about it besides the whole like vision thing at the start. And that's not um, even that weird. Yeah. No. And it, it's it's just kind of there a few times. And then it's mentioned that like, oh, you saw it too kind of deal uh but yeah it's besides that it's very much just a show about these two girls who form like a a really tight friendship and want to help each other succeed with following their dreams um and just about how they kind of grow and mature as people to kind of come into their own uh i definitely think uh experienced anime fans can still like it there's a lot to like it's not very tropey it's not very cookie cutter it's very fun sort of unique uh, a great way of telling a story that's been told several times before of just, you know, people figuring themselves out. Um, the visuals are terrific. The storyline's a lot of fun. Uh, I think I agree. I would also give it an eight. I don't think it's it's quite nine territory, but it's really great. I, I think if it, whenever it gets released on Blu-ray, I'll probably buy a copy. Because um, I can see me watching this one a lot. Like, oh, the, the internet went down. Guess I'll watch this one again. This one's fun. Um so uh i would totally probably buy it again so there you go a big old recommend from the bird bros go watch the show about penguins go watch the show yes yes 
and uh, enjoy it. Let us know what you think, uh, either on the YouTube comments on Twitter at BirdBroPod or in our Discord. And that link is up there on the screen for you right now. But that is what we've done. This was the Aquatope on White Sand. We hope you all enjoyed it. I know we sure did. Condor, you Wet. are picking our show for next week. What's uh, what's we going to be watching? Wet. 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 Okay, okay, can you stop being Pengy <laughs> and, and be Condor? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I actually, what's the show? What's the very first show the Bird Brothers are going to be watching for the new year of 2022? Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. It's going to be something that no one is expecting at all. That's right, everybody. We're going to be watching a card game anime. But it's not a card game anime you are thinking. Because it's going to be I... Vanguard, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's going to be Vanguard. <laughs> <laughs> they actually just finished. Season 2 just finished this last Monday. And uh, I, I was keeping up with the show. So I thought, now that Season 2 is over and they said the show's not coming back till summer 2022, why don't we watch the both seasons of Card Fight Vanguard Overdress? The, right, the uh, how many episodes? Card Fight 25. Okay, that's fine. 25 episodes. Oh, you thought I was going to say 50? <laughs> You're well, I watched the original Vanguard anime, and those were like 25, 30 episode seasons. So I was like, whoa, hold nope. up. Make sure, <laughs> make sure no, it's each, not uh, like Each season long. was like 13. The first season is 13. The second season is just 12 episodes. So okay, there works. we go. I really enjoyed it for what I watched. I'm excited to hear Falcon's opinion on it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about it. This is going to be a fun way to start off 2022. And Yo, with that let's go. Said, Y'all are awesome. I hope you all had a wonderful 2021. Here's to a wonderful 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And let's let's have yeah. lots of fun-filled animes to come. Fun 2022 anime to is going to be the year of the birds. That's right. The year of the birds. Um, yeah, uh, that was weird. Uh, yeah, I'm like, did he just leave? <laughs> I, I accidentally hit the back button on my mouse, and uh, it, it just, like, yeeted me out. So, yes, <laughs> it's going to be you the bird. I, I am back to wrap this up. So, thank you all for listening this entire time. Oh I really appreciate it. <laughs> we uh, we uh, hope you continue to listen this new year, and uh, this is the Bird Brothers flying. <laughs>